Welcome back, you guys, my little dancing unicorns. I really think I've been landing on that being our official AG University mascot. So welcome, welcome, welcome. It is March, and March is going to be a very transformational, powerful month, just from the information that I've received in the Akashic Records. And I believe a lot of astrologists have predicted this month to be very, very... Yeah, just the word that comes to mind is just transformation and transitional and lots of changes. And you know, sometimes it feels like change can be scary, but oftentimes change is good, right? We don't like feeling stuck. So we welcome the changes. And the key to welcoming and allowing change is really just getting super rooted in self and allowing that to flow and being very connected to our intuition, which is really what I have rooted this AG University. The concept is helping women and men, if I have men here, kings and kings and queens connect with their truest version of self, which I believe is connecting to our intuition. So this is a school founded on really the belief that we all have this beautiful intuition that's planted inside of us like a seed. And it's a practice. It's like a muscle. The more that we tune in, we foster that little seed, and then she grows into this beautiful knowledge tree. <laughs> so that's always how it's shown to me in the Akashic Records. And we have gotten a lot of new listen listeners lately. So hi, I'm Anna Grace Newell. I am an Akashic Records reader, intuitive guide, clairvoyant, medium, all of the things in the energy world, you name it. I've dabbled, but I really landed on the Akashic Records being my my home base. And that's the offerings that I, yeah, specialize in, do the most. I don't know, feel called to, feel most aligned, feel super lit up. If you are curious as to how the heck I got into this work, I recommend you guys listen to at least episode one. You don't have to listen to every single episode of every release. However, I invite you to <laughs> if you feel called. But um, we have gotten a lot of new people here and I welcome you with open arms. And I want this to be a super safe space for us to just all connect and go through all of the changes of life and the changes of March. We welcome it. So really, I've had a lot of guests on the show recently, which has been so beautiful. And you guys really have seemed to enjoyed, um, particularly the past Leo, he's amazing. And then Ben Harris, the fear guy, because I always love to invite everyone into this magical, spiritual world and see all of the beauty. But I also want everyone to understand that there is a bit of a juxtaposition with the energy of manifestation and, you know, all love and light. And I, I want people to know that you, we have these fears or these things inside of us that part of freeing ourselves into these, this beautiful, expansive life is recognizing that those limiting beliefs or those fears are inside of us. And that's totally okay. There is nothing to be scared of. That's, that's really how I feel. I want everyone to just feel so called to doing the work and lit up even when it's you know it feels tough it's like no this is the juicy part this is the key this is this is really what will set you free so um also a few new updates too on the podcast i have reunited with producer courtney when i moved to florida we initially 
weren't sure if she was going to be able to handle all of my video just because, I mean, I'm in Florida. She used to come and like set up with me and do everything in person. And I was like, shoot, I'm moving away. But the genius that she is, she has found a new platform that records in 4k. I bought a new camera. I'm getting a little upgraded. Um, and so I am on YouTube. If you ever, you know, just want to sit with me on video, I'm on YouTube and, um, going to be doing lots of reels, more guests. So we're up leveling the show. Like I said before, it's really still a passion project. No, no advertisers here. However, I, I, uh, I'm thinking about maybe doing some of my own ads <laughs> just to remind you guys as to products and offerings that I have coming up, but, um, just kind of keeping this a nice little AG university cozy container for now, but we are growing and expanding. And if you guys feel called to leave a review or share with a friend, it would be greatly appreciated because yeah, like I said, I'm just, this is a self-funded mission. So any way you could support me in a free capacity, I would really appreciate that. Okay. Without further ado, we're going to get into, yeah, like I said, I've had a lot of guests on. I haven't had a lot of time to just catch up with you guys, do a little solo episode. That's really like where I love to go deep, a little bit deeper. I'm going to answer a couple of questions that you guys submitted and do a little bit of a live reading, just maybe forecast of March. I don't know. Honestly, I just opened the Akashic Records and said, whatever my sweet AG University podcast needs to hear, allow it to flow through me. So we are live in the Akashic Records and it's so much fun. I love my life. Okay, let's see what you guys have got going on. And um, if you're new here, I send out a newsletter once a month where you can book a one-on-one -on -one reading session with me. I now have priority readings available and then I have just regular readings. And then I also have, there is a bit of a wait list um, at times, but we open up new spots just for the newsletter each month. So, and then there's a free section where you can just submit a question for me to do a live reading on the podcast. So really trying to make myself accessible to everyone at every price point and every modality possible. So let me see. I'm just going to kind of close my eyes and see what do I need to answer today? Hmm, this is a good one. Okay, so this is Stephanie Askew. She said, how to move on from a relationship when you still feel ties to this person. My ex and I broke up last year and I still haven't allowed myself to heal from the relationship. Just recently, I reached out and he told me he'd moved on. Best course of action for ultimate healing when you don't want to. Oof. I feel you, sister. Okay, so let me just go ahead and try to concise how to move on from a relationship when you still, still feel ties to this person. I'm going to go there first. So it's completely normal to feel ties to a person who we have been deeply invested in emotionally, physically, spiritually, sexually. I've talked about that on a previous live reading that I've done. If you guys want to check out kind of how of our sexual energy ex exchanges, but it does, it forms a, it's like, it's like both of your little souls do this little soul dance and tango in the spirit world. And it does create these energetic kind of chords. It's literally like a soul tie. Um, if you if you're familiar with the term, and so it's normal, I want to tell you to feel 
tied to a person or connected to a person, especially as females, we, you know, we have this nurturing, loving, caring energy that's, that is planted in us. And that is so that we care for our babies, we care for our people, we care for our tribe, which is so beautiful, but can be kind of hurtful when that feeling is not reciprocated or there's no reciprocity, reciprocity. (laughs) You guys know what I'm trying to say. So if you're feeling like I'm ready to move on, or well, actually you said you don't want to, (laughs) you don't want to move on yet. Okay, well, let's go back to it's normal to feel ties to someone on a deep emotional level. There's nothing wrong with you for feeling that. And I want to encourage you to ask yourself, why am I not ready to move on? Because sometimes we stay in the energy of feeling so connected and so tied to a person, even when they don't feel that energy towards us or they they are saying they've moved on and that is a little bit of identifying closely to a past version of self because in that past version of self we were getting some type of need met or fulfillment or there was something there that was that we were just really needing and craving and so I invite you to be super honest with yourself and say what is one way that I am neglecting a need within myself. There was like a need or some type of love, validation, appreciation, something that that was coming from that relationship that maybe I haven't given myself yet. And we're kind of holding on to needing someone else to give us whatever that thing is. And, And here's the thing. It's scary to be alone. It is. It can be scary to be alone. But also, as you guys know, that is the juicy, magical place to be because it is where we can really nourish ourselves on a soul level and do the work and get quiet and get still and go with it and be like, hey, what do I really need? Because there's obviously something from the situation that that I was feeding me and I'm holding on to that, even though I'm not really getting that anymore from that person. And as I say, every relationship is a mirror, right? Every relationship, there is something to be learned from the partner. There is some, some need that they need that we see and like, oh, wow, I actually need that too. Like there's this like whole juxtaposition of energy that happens when we enter into partnership. So first I would go ahead and ask myself, like, what need did I, what, what was I needing from that person the most in the relationship? Is that something that I'm really needing currently? And also Let's see, you said, I'm just rereading the question, best course of action for ultimate healing when you don't want to. I am like a little bit more curious as to why um, you don't want to, especially when someone says they've moved on. So I would love, I have, I don't have as much context. I would love to know a little bit more. Me also just really invested in everyone's questions. I'm like, wait, I need a follow up. Everyone did follow up from the last live reading, by the way. And it was freaking awesome. It was really nice to feel the validation. Everyone's like, you nailed it. Um, okay. So best course of action for ultimate healing when you don't want to, I really think that it goes back to why I'm trying to, I actually want to ask like, why doesn't, why doesn't she want to move on? Mm, Because it's a little bit of that. It feels scary, you know, feels 
unknown. That was a familiar situation. And so going into a new version of self, this new single version of self feels, yeah, unknown. And that's totally okay. Maybe that's a little bit why as to why you haven't been ready to move on. But I do want you to know that you learned valuable lessons from the situation. And there's actually someone who is more evolved and who's ready to meet you at this level that's literally just around the corner. So know that you can do, this is my favorite thing to tell people who've gone through a breakup recently, go back, do an autopsy of that relationship and be super honest with both parties. This isn't like a, Hey, I'm pointing fingers and they did these things wrong. Also be honest with yourself and look at yourself in the mirror and be like, Hey, in what way was I playing small? In what way was I not showing up fully? In what way was I allowing my needs to be unmet? Or in what ways was I allowing this person to be my only source of happiness? Or there are tons of areas that we can just be super honest with ourselves. Like in what way was I maybe ignoring something inside of me that I know I should have paid attention to, but I didn't. And maybe that led to a string of events that led to a breakup. But understand that the breakup is actually really should be reframed as a breaking point. It's a point of pivot. It's a point of allowing a new identity to come through and kind of this beautiful transformation, this rebirth. And so that can be really exciting and powerful. And I did a reading yesterday too about someone who had gone through a divorce. And I think there, yes, all any breakup divorce situation that you are experiencing can be super painful and sad and hurtful, but also a really beautiful way to reframe it is like, wow, I get to fall in love again. How exciting is that? It's so fun to fall in love. Like, I love falling in love. And I think you can continue falling in love with the same partner in different areas, different ways, your love deepens and changes. But see this as a really beautiful opportunity is like, I get to experience something new and fresh and learn and be connected to someone in a deeper way because of this experience. So I give you permission to move on from this relationship. And I want to hold your hand into this next version of self, even though maybe it feels unknown or scary. That's the magic. That's the goodness. That's the exciting part, right? This life is such an adventure. So no matter what you're going through, just remember you are not broken or damaged. There is nothing wrong with you. Think of it more of like an observation, a learning lesson, right? And I'm ready for this next partner that comes into my life. And I have learned so much more. I'm smarter. I'm wiser. I'm in my power more because ultimately I took the time to sit with myself and meet my own needs first. That's another thing I want to talk about too with partnership is like anytime I'm having a situation where I feel frustration towards Austin, I literally have to sit. I used to go into the Akashic Records and be like, why is this coming up? Why am I so frustrated? Da, 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 da. And most of the time, the guides that I work with, my angels in the Akashic Records, if you're new to this work, they're like, are you giving yourself those things that you need? Are you just expecting Austin to fill the need? Like, you know, this is not the, I can't really think of what the example was. There's been so many moments where I go into the Akashic Records being like, I don't what's going on and they're like you're doing this to yourself I'm like perfect but you know say um I'm feeling unappreciated I don't know this is an example I'm creating and, and I'm speaking to my women here 
or men, anyone who feels unappreciated in a relationship, however you identify. Really sit with yourself and be like, do I take time to appreciate myself? Do I appreciate my partner? Do I express gratitude? Am I thankful for them? Or do I just sit back and expect everyone to be thankful for me? Yes, you are worthy of being appreciated. And I'm not downplaying that. I appreciate you for being here with me right now. But also really sitting back and looking in the mirror and being like, oh, shoot. Do I express gratitude for that person? Do I appreciate that person? Am I even sitting with myself and giving myself the love and the praise and the compliments that maybe I need in the moment. Because when we give ourselves that, then our partner is more inclined to also do that, right? Like how we treat ourselves is kind of setting the tone for how our partner treats us as well. We kind of set the stage and we treat ourselves a certain way and we we become that example for how we want to be treated. And we can invite our partner in to hey, this is, you know, what I need and expressing those needs. But just knowing that there is a little bit of a mirror piece and sitting with yourself and being like, oh, sometimes I get really called out. The Akashic Records is all about, you know, bringing you to these points, these blocks, areas that we're holding ourselves back or playing small. And yeah, so if I'm calling you out right now, know I'm doing it with love and that you are worthy of meeting your own needs and experiencing love and if you're in a transition or a breakup even though it sucks and it can feel shitty and lonely at times try to put on those lens of like wow I get to experience a new partner some newness is coming into my life and that is such a gift oh okay so immediately was hearing Sarah and the last time I did answer to Sarah so I was like do I have any new Sarah's and I do have a new Sarah hi sweet baby Sarah okay let me see what your question is okay So this is Sarah. She says, why do I feel so alone? I am 29 and have lost friendships over the years. Between moving and fallouts, I have come to terms that it was not always my fault. And I accept and understand people come in our lives for reasons, seasons, or a lifetime. I see groups of females all around me and wonder if it's too late to make those connections. I need girl time. I need gossip and pedicures, shopping sprees, and lunch dates. I always feel misunderstood and have a hard time connecting with others. But as Brittany said, my loneliness is killing me. So do so. Do I accept this and live a life alone, or do I reach out and find those female friendships we so we are so desperately needing? Wow! Oh my gosh! Um, I'm about to cry. <laughs> that was like so. Um, I don't know why that just made me cry a little bit. That was so wholesome. <laughs> and um, hi, Sarah. I really feel you because, um, as you guys know, I've moved to a new city recently and I definitely have struggled to find my people. (sighs) I'm sorry. I'm trying to gather my thoughts. I'm also doing video and I'm straight up crying. I'm like, oh, my mascara isn't running. Okay. Yes. So that just really struck my core because I have been seeing, um, you know, I've really been into a lot of content lately about how some of I was listening to I want to give them a shout out because I really enjoyed this episode let me think about it it was the bad broadcast and it was a episode with Wesley Christensen who I think is such a gem and they're talking about how some of the greatest loves of their life were in their female friendships and how we really can have soulmates that are females and platonic relationships it doesn't always have to be 
men or, or whatever your preferred gender is that you seek out for like a deep love or soulmate connection. I think that we as a human race, as a human species, we crave connection and community and we really are wired for tribal community support. Like just even remember like raising kids it used to be like, it takes a village, like literally a whole village would raise kids. And then somehow throughout the the decades, it's like, we've gotten just like, I feel like progressively more isolated, you know, like we work from home and like we live in just a house and we're more disconnected disconnected from nature and it's like I feel like each generation we get more and more of just I don't know pressure and responsibility on us to provide for like just our family and it's like we need people we need people for different areas of our like emotional needs right like Austin is like he's a phenomenal partner he is amazing but there are just some things that he is not interested in we don't share the same interests in some areas and that's okay it would honestly be like weird if we had all the exact same interests I actually love how independent he is and how passionate he is about things that I could care less about vice versa but it's so nice to just be held in a friendship where someone who sees you and gets you and gets excited over the things that you're excited about like we need those and and also too there are friends that that we can make friends just to work out with or friends just to call when we're going on walks or friends that we really seek out for advice. Like I have all different types of categories of friends and they can look a lot of certain different ways. So the first, I'm going to answer this in a couple of different waves. The first thing is that I would say around December, I pretty much hit my breaking point of being like, wow, I am my cup's pretty empty and like, I just don't really have anyone that I like see on a regular basis here. But Austin was like, you're also so one busy and very, you put a lot of pressure on yourself for that. This friend has to look a certain way. Like they have to be into the Akashic records or they have to be in, you know, cause I, I am, I'm, I'm different. I'm not for everyone. <laughs> like some people probably think I'm a fucking weirdo. <laughs> And I don't really, I kind of caught myself building up this wall around me of who could get to me or who could reach me. And there were people that were trying to reach out, but I'm like, oh, I don't know if they'll accept me. Oh, I don't know. They might think I'm weird. I was one, I was creating this, this like narrative in my head that I wasn't even really giving anyone a chance. And so this was the advice really Austin gave me that I want to give you guys is that we can have all different types of friends. Like you can have a friend that you, I I have, I have a friend right now that's so awesome. And I meet her every Wednesday for bounce class and we catch up and grab a smoothie and, and, you know, she has kids and a job and she's busy and, and that's, that's kind of been the extent of it, but you know what? It's lovely. It's, it's not, it's just taking the pressure off of that. Every single friend has to, you know, maybe be into everything or look a certain way and and just kind of meet people for where they're at that that was that was what Austin was saying he's like I have tons of friends that I just like call on a road trip or you know take the the boundary off a bit like obviously yes we want to you know make sure we're, we're somewhat aligned and that these friendships aren't draining and you know the normal things that we know as as we get older but I would say at 29 I have felt the greatest shift within myself and going into 30, that's kind of the Saturn return. Like I don't, I had so many friends in Nashville that I just partied with. And the moment that I quit drinking, they all completely went away. Now don't get it wrong. Like Shannon and some of my core 
girlies that partied with me have also kind of evolved with me into new relationship. But we used to have a huge circle of like 20 people. And now that circle is probably four, if I'm being honest. And that's okay. Because if I saw any of those people, it would be lovely. And then there are people that I've had falling out with or people that things have happened. And I've just had to accept that, okay, well, I learned what I needed to learn from them. And, and that's okay. I'm not broken. They're not broken. Nothing is wrong. There is like this term. It's like, um, I always say like you fall out of frequency. Like you'll be at a certain point in your life where you're like really in a frequency with someone. You're like, you click really fast and you're like, yay, yay, yay. And then it's like you kind of advance on or they advance on or you get a new job or maybe you up level or evolve or you get into other things. And it's like, eh, they just kind of fall out of your life. And also, I just want you to know that's okay. Like there's nothing wrong with that. So there are so many multifaceted ways that I could answer this question. And I know I'm feeling a little scattered but I have felt incredibly lonely this whole year. And I think that that's because a lot of what I need to do, even this work with the Akashic Records, like a lot of it takes place alone. You know, like I spend a lot of time in meditation. I consume probably the least amount of social media I've ever consumed. I I really kind of had to go within and I think that's necessary at a time, but then it comes to a place where I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm needing more. So if you're feeling called like, okay, maybe I've done the work. It's okay to be alone sometimes, but I want you to know that it's never too late to answer the question. Part one, it's never too late to make those connections. It is never too late to make a new friend. You can make a new friend at 70. I am uh, Austin's mom. (laughs) We went on a walk the other day and she made a new great friend in her ballet class. And it's a senior citizens ballet class and they're going to get lunch and brunch and do all the things like it's never too late to go on a friend date and to meet new people. So I do not want you to feel defeated or give up on yourself or that you're different because I am telling you, I am, I am different. I, I, I often feel, you know, misunderstood with people if they don't, they're not into what I'm into. I'm like, oh my gosh, that really hurts my feelings. Cause like, I love this work. I love my little podcast. I'm starting to cry again. I'm sorry. So I, I know what it's like to feel different than other people and to feel misunderstood, but I promise that we all feel misunderstood in some way. We all feel alone. And I think that it's that we feel these feelings and then we don't voice them. And so that we all think that we're just feeling them when really everyone's feeling them. So I want you to know that. Um, I definitely have felt, I'm just kind of going back through the paragraph, a hard time. So you sometimes have a hard time connecting with others. I think everyone can relate. I think everyone has the ability to really connect with people on a deep level and that we don't want to get hurt. And some friend breakups can be more painful than true heartbreak, you know, it's, and then maybe people are guarded. And and so that's also totally normal to feel you have a hard time connecting with others, but, but you said, do I accept this and live a life alone? No, no. I think the first thing that you can do is change the narrative that I can make a new friend at any moment and that I give myself permission for these friends to look any type of way and that I accept myself for who I am and that I will be, you know, really truthful and kind of upfront with what it is that I love. I think that's, that's one thing or like what it is that I guess 
what it is that you're drawn to right now in this phase of life. Like for me, um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty like open and honest with people that I don't drink. Like, I feel like that's even been kind of difficult moving to a city and not drinking. Whereas like in Nashville, I would like go out, you know, go to events, like have a cocktail, like giggle. And and I do, I miss like that interaction, but like, I don't miss drinking, (laughs) you know? Um, so I think the first thing is like putting myself into a situation where there are other like-minded people. If you feel called to drinking right now, that's totally fine. I'm just like sharing with you guys one area where I felt like, Ooh, I'm gonna have to get a little creative. So one, I want to invite you to get creative and to invite just some randomness into your life. Like I started going to get acupuncture here and then I really jived with my acupuncturist and I I told her, like, I literally will tell people like, Hey, I just moved to the area. Like if there's ever an event, um, or anything going on, you know, I'm really trying to connect with people in the spiritual space. That's like really what I'm aligned with right now. I literally will just start like being a billboard for telling people like, Hey, you know, if there's ever like an event or something going on, I would love to be included. One, that's one way to put yourself out. Not weird. Not weird at all. Even if you didn't move to a new area, be like, Hey, I'm really into pottery right now. If there's ever an event, like whatever, like invite some randomness and like put your name in a, in a hat to be, to be considered for, you know, whatever event is coming up, right? It doesn't have to be like boots on the ground, run to the nearest thing. Just like start like putting out the feelers that like, Hey, I'm, I'm looking to connect with people. And then my acupuncturist, she texted me, Taylor. I love tailored acupuncture. If you're in Jack's beach, she's literally a shaman healer woman. She texted me. was like, Hey, there's a sound bath at this gym. And I went, I didn't know anyone. But when I got there, I literally introduced myself to every single person around. Like I was just like, Hey, I'm Anna Grace. Like, have you guys ever been to a sound bath before? This is only my second one. Like I feel when it comes to making female relationships or any type of platonic relationship, everyone no matter what, if they have friends, everyone is looking for friends. Everyone is looking to be liked, to be seen, to be heard and to be loved. And so it's not weird to, to go up to someone or, or to compliment someone. Like I literally compliment someone in the grocery store and be like, Oh my gosh, I love your shoes. Where'd you get them? Like, I think in our minds, we make it really difficult. Like it has to be this big thing. And so put yourself in the vents, introduce yourself, smile, just be friendly. And if people are interested or don't receive it, whatever, I I don't even see it as rejection anymore. I'm like, oh, maybe there's not for me. Like, oh, well. So one, um, going to events, knowing that there are people, there are your people also AG university will be doing events. So I hope that we can all get together. I'm like, we're still swirling around in the ethers as to certain event space that will become available. But yes, put yourself out there, introduce yourself, make space for those people to come into your life. And also when I say make space for new friendships, new relationships, be brave, be confident and be kind, be complimentary. Um, Also, I want you to look at the people that maybe are taking up space in your life and those relationships that you have. um, Are they serving me? You know, are they really nourishing me? Is this someone that I want to allow my attention? Because maybe on some levels too, we, we give energy to relationships that aren't really filling us up. It doesn't mean we have to drop them like it's hot, but we could just put ourselves in new situations, right? I love that. Like invite randomness in, put yourself somewhere new. I caught myself never leaving the house, never doing anything new and expecting for a different outcome, right? Like where the heck am I going to meet anyone if I don't like go anywhere or do anything? Um, And then lastly, I saw another girl on social media. We actually got tagged in the same article. Um, I was featured recently in women's health magazine, subtle, subtle blog, um, for lucky girl syndrome. 
I forgot what I was talking about in the magazine article. And there was another girl who was a spiritual kind of mentor, intuitive guide, clairvoyant, just like me. And I reached out to her. I was like, oh my gosh, we're tagged in this article. Like, let's do a virtual coffee date. And I really felt like I was putting myself out there. And and she was so kind, so lovely. Like, I've kind of been doing that recently, being like, hey, I'd love to do a virtual coffee date. And then once we got talking, she's like, yeah, we're thinking about maybe doing like a nomad year. We're actually going to come to Florida. So even if someone lives in a different city than you, um, if you admire what they're doing or you feel like they're on you're on the same wavelength as you, reach out. And like I said, it, it can never hurt to just be kind, offer a compliment and really just say like, hey, I see you. That's the thing. Everyone just wants to be seen. They want to be heard. And I wish I could literally give you a hug right now because I promise it's not too late to make those connections. We all need those girl times. We need those that that intimacy in a platonic way and I think it's so beautiful to hold space for people and um yeah so please 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 reach out find those people um I know I I need to make like a Facebook group or something I'm feeling inspired just from this because I wish I could connect more of you guys like I know there are ways for us all to connect and I feel like this is such a beautiful like-minded group and yeah, this was really long-winded and I think I cried like three times, but I love you and we're all going to find our people. I'm going to find my people. You're going to find your people. We are all each other's people and I will continue to share ways um, for us to all connect and, and do whatever I can to make everyone feel loved and held. And I love you, Sarah. Okay, who do I need? Lisa or Lee? I'm getting a... The next question that I have is, um, let me get the name, Larla, that's a cool name, Halsey, H-A-L-S-E-Y. Miss Larla said, A-G, love you in the light you share so graciously. Hi, I love you. Watching you step into your power has been inspiring and truly awesome. Thank you for building this community. My question is, what should I be seeing externally and feeling internally in my life to know I'm ready to follow the spiritual career path full time? I'm currently girl bossing as a freelancer with companies I like, but nothing I want to be doing forever. I'm listening to my inner voice that encourages me to keep pursuing my gifts to make the world a better and more spiritually aligned place. Beautiful. I love that. But I don't know if I'm waiting for an aha moment that will never come. How will I know when I'm ready to take this leap of faith into my full power and have confidence I can still keep the lights on in my home? I want to bet on myself, but I have no track record yet, but I have no track record yet that this path will pay my bills. P.S. I am an abundant mindset, but I don't want to leave a solid career path until I feel ready. I just don't know what ready will feel like. Okay, so there's a couple questions in there. I'm gonna try to, um, I'm gonna try to summarize in my mind's eye. Hmm. So basically, how will Larla know that it's ready, that she's ready to step into her career path full time? So. The energy around this situation in particular that I'm reading, and I do think this could apply to a lot of people, it's that there is never going to be an invitation that drops in from the sky. It's it's literally like Harry Potter getting an acceptance letter that like flies in through the through the um, fireplace to ask him to go to Hogwarts. You guys know what I'm talking about? 
If you are a Harry Potter person, you're my person. I love Harry Potter. Uh, That's how sometimes in my mind, I feel like the universe is like going to send me a sign. Like they're going to shoot me a letter through my fireplace and be like, it's your time, your time to move into the next phase, right? Unfortunately, we don't get those types of letters, those acceptance letters. I wish we did. I wish we had those invitations, you guys. I would be over the freaking moon. But the energy is that sometimes we do have to bet on ourselves. Sometimes we do have to start before we're ready and trust that we are heading in the right direction because it's almost like we keep ourselves a little bit energetically bound to, it's like we have this reservoir of energy, right? And when we keep a lot of it tied up into these companies that we're kind of like, meh, about this freelance work that we're like, eh, and we've kept such a tight hold there that maybe we haven't really let ourselves step into this new version of self whose arms are open and saying, I'm ready for new opportunities to come. It's a little bit hard, right? When our hands are literally full of these other businesses and these other things that we're doing, whatever it is. So I think what you've got to do is realize, okay, if I'm holding all these things right now in my hands, you don't have to drop all the plates on the floor and and them shatter and just say, I'm going on to the next thing. I think that's another part of it too. Sometimes in our mind, we think it's going to be this big jump off of a cliff, which here's the thing. Here's the thing. Sometimes we do have to jump off the cliff and just trust that we can fly. And most of the time we are going to fly. But for the sake of this conversation, I want to stick with our, our metaphors of we're holding these plates of things, right? You don't have to just drop them. But I think I think you can slowly go within and say, what am I putting on my plate right now that's really not moving the needle? What am I carrying that's really not lighting me up or serving me? And in what ways can I reframe or, re- or reshape my current schedule so that I actually am making more space energetically for this career full time? Because just like anything, when you're building a career full-time in in any type of spiritual capacity, I want you to know that the vision that you have, this big picture vision is real. That is your future self communicating to you what already exists. But know that part of building a strong foundation is going back to the micro moments and realizing that the magic is going to happen in those little baby steps. It's like you're building, it's like a bridge, right? And you're putting down a piece of wood, putting down a piece of wood, putting down a piece of wood. And then all of a sudden you're across the mountain and you look back and there's a whole wooden bridge behind you, right? It's like, we're not always going to know a hundred percent what the next 10 steps are. And sometimes we're getting too fixated on the next 10 steps when really we just need to be like, okay, what is literally the next step in front of me? And what way can I kind of redistribute this energy reservoir of what is taking up so much of my time and energy, maybe in a way that's not lighting me up and redirecting that energy into what is lighting me up, but going within our intuition in the super small moments and being like, okay, What is the next smallest step? And sometimes for me, it's literally sitting still and meditating with myself and being like, okay, what do I really need in this moment to move the needle or to support my business or to support myself? And I really want to encourage you guys to, to ask yourself this out loud. This is a practice that I do all the time. I will literally be like, I'm calling on the highest version of Anna Grace, highest version of self, highest version of insert your name. And literally ask yourself, in what ways am I holding myself back in this moment? And say it out loud. 
I want you to say it out loud with me. In what ways am I holding myself back in this moment? Like I did that last night before I went to bed. I was like, what, what am I, you know, in what ways am I holding myself back? And the first thing that I heard in my mind was like self-promotion. I'm like, okay, yeah, I haven't been really promoting myself. Like I maybe feel uncomfortable promoting myself. Like that's an area that I'm really going to like work on this week. Like I think sometimes being a spiritual being, you really want to like get in and do the work and do all the things. But sometimes it doesn't really, I try to tell myself, it doesn't really have to be that deep. It can be something small and we can just quickly make, implement that for our day plan, for our week plan, you know, have your consistent plan that you're working on, but really ask yourself in what ways am I limiting myself from showing up fully? Because I do believe in you and I do believe in you taking this leap of faith. And I am so confident in this path that you're going. And I know that you've already seen the vision. And I just want to reiterate to you that since you've seen the vision, that's, that's, that's law. Like that's your future self confirming with you. Like this is where we're at. So I'm getting all these desires. So know that hold space for that. But also just know that. I keep saying, or it's kind of like how you're saying, like, until I feel ready, until I feel ready, there's never going to be a 100% place of ready. It doesn't really exist. It's kind of like people say, you know, if you release a product that's perfect, it's too late. You know, like, if you feel like your product is perfect, by the time you release it, it, bitch, you've been working on it probably way too long. And that's what I've been telling myself with courses and things that I'm working on. I want to keep adding them and keep making them great. And, and, and in a way, that's a little bit of a protection mechanism, right? This when I am ready, we are ready now, we are ready now. And we really do have to start redistributing that energy reservoir now into what it's going to look like as a full time. So just know, remember that that vision, it's like we're building a bridge, we're standing, we're putting a piece of wood down, standing, putting a piece of wood down, putting a piece of wood down, putting a piece of wood down until all of a sudden, we've got this wooden bridge that's connecting us from the past of freelance to this new full time career. But each day, you really got to get disciplined and committing to self and committing to showing up for yourself and listening to your inner knowing and knowing that it's okay if I don't know the next 10 steps, but I trust myself to know the next step. I trust myself that I know where I'm going. And I feel like that was so incredibly wordy, but I feel like I conveyed that point accurately. <laughs> I I trust you. I believe you. And you said, I just don't know what ready will feel like. You're ready now. You're ready now and you know what to do. And I'm going to leave it at that. Okay, so the last thing, I really just kind of want to do like a solo live reading for you guys. Just catch up, um, check in. I also want to kind of guide you guys through a little, um, I guess, okay, I like to call them activations and it's really an energy in the Akashic Records that I feel super fortunate that I can access the Akashic Records and that I have these gifts, but I also really just feel such a bigger calling to sharing them with the masses. And so I want to share kind of like a guided, um, just little energy breath. I don't even really know. Activation is really the energy. It's like, since I have this ability to connect to the Akash Gregors, which by the way, everyone does have the ability to tap in. Just maybe not everyone knows how yet. And so that's why I want the space to give you the tools to teach you how. 
And when you do an activation, like anytime you do a reading, a one-on-one with me, Akashic Records readings are activation readings. Like every time I do a reading with someone, they'll literally be like, my intuition ever since that reading has been on 9,000. I'm like, yeah, it's because you sat with me, my intuition super activated, and then I guided you to activate your intuition. And that's why it's like, it's more than just a reading. It's more than just an hour. It's an activation that you will carry with you. It's like, it's like seeing, you know, the whole four minute mile thing, you know, no one knew they could run the four minute mile and then one person did. And then like 500 people did like a month later. I don't know. I botched the, the statistic there, but you get it. It's like when you sit with someone who has gone through intuition activation or, you know, just really t- tapped in and, and made space for that energy. And then I teach you how, and then it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I got this. This makes sense. So, um, probably the next episode that's out, maybe the next episode or within the next week or two weeks, I have an intuition activation course that's coming out and it's all about soul nourishment. I was originally kind of identifying it with the the terms intuitive eating, but people were like, you know, are you a dietitian or like, are you, are you a nutritionist? And I was like, no, no, no. And and it's, you know, people on Instagram love to get all riled up over a certification. Here's the thing. It is literally nothing to do with about food. The whole thing is really just about activating our intuition, creating space for you to tune in and to create a language with your body. This is about you. I'm just the guide that's going to guide you through the activation help you connect with the root cause of really like, you know, maybe why we struggle with our relationship with body, which then translates into the energy of how we approach food. So it's kind of connected to food, but it is in no, I just want to be very clear in no way, shape or form diet advice, a meal plan. There is no talks of food in that level. It's really all about the energy of how we approach food and just like if, you know, we're super stressed out and anxious and we get nervous around food, like that transmits into the energy of the meal that we eat, right? Like like literally you are what you eat, like literally you eat your emotions. Like those are all like real things. And so um, I sit with you and guide you back to this inner knowing, allow you the space and the tools to tap into your ancient wisdom through this intuition activation. Uh, because every reading that I do with people is an intuition activation, I, like I said, I want to scale it and and roll this out to the masses because I think it's so beautiful to feel connected to your body and to feel embodied and to feel connected to yourself and learn how to listen to your body and learn how to honor your body's needs. So it's really... Um, I do a lot of activations. Um, There's some meditations. There's blessing of the body. We communicate with the areas of the body that we hide the most and really bringing out a lot of super, super potent transformational energy. So I just wanted to start introducing this term to you guys that I was given in the Akashic Records of this intuition activation that a lot of the energy and the work in the Akashic Records that I receive is here to kind of activate other people into their power, into their intuition. Like that that's my purpose, literally. So I just to conclude this podcast episode, obviously, if you're driving, maybe come back and do it later. Um, if you're walking or something, because you can't, but I do want to just invite you to just like take a few minutes with me at the end. And I just want to do like a little... Um, like a super, super baby gentle intuition activation into 
a lot of these questions today, this can kind of be supportive for you. And I'm just going to tap in to the Akashi Records and do a little mini one. And then if you guys feel, you know, lit up or called to or, you know, excited about the intuition activation soul nourishment uh, course that's coming soon. And this is the type of work that we will be doing. I know that it's going to be so profoundly life-changing and I feel wild saying that because it's not me it's 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 the energy that I'm working with it's it's beyond me it's a miracle and I I know that you guys if you guys believe in miracles that is that's God's work and um, I just create space for it in my business to come through so I don't really take credit for it but I do feel very passionately and strongly about these these courses so I just want to go ahead and invite you to go somewhere where you can close your eyes, even if like, you know, you're in in a parking lot or on your lunch break or just somewhere where you can sit and put your hand over your heart, hand over your belly button, super, super nourishing, safe place. And you can say these things out loud. You can say them in your mind's eye. You can just allow me to speak to you. Allow me to connect with your soul, your spirit. And allow a deep connection for everyone that's here on this podcast in this moment I want you to imagine there is a beautiful white bright light in front of your heart chakra And in this moment, I'm connecting our energetic grid to every single member of AG University. And I'm sending you so much love and connection. And I invite you guys to send each other all that love and connection. And allow it to spread throughout your body. You might feel a rush or a tingle. And allow this energy to activate the heart. To invite the heart to recognize what it feels like to feel loved, to feel held, and to feel seen. Because in this moment, I'm sending that energy from the Akashic Records, from my heart full of love, From me to you, 
and I invite in the energy of inspiration and excitement of surrender of alignment and of total and complete self-acceptance. I want everyone to remember this space and know that we always have access to this energy. We all have access to the energy of love And I'm sending all of the love to you now in this moment. I want you to repeat after me. I fully love and accept myself. In this moment, I am exactly where I'm meant to be. I am exactly where I'm meant to be. I fully love and accept myself. And when I leave this activation, I'll know exactly what to do. And so it is. Alrighty, you guys. Just wanted to send you some extra love from me and from the Akashic Records to brighten your day. Thank you so much for being here. And I'll be updating you when I have more spaces for... Um, one-on-one work. I hope I did a great job of um, the Akashic Records gets the credit for answering questions today. And yeah, I hope you have a great day. I love you. I love you. I love you. As always, I just wanted to say thank you so much for tuning in. If you feel so called or if it feels aligned, I would love for you to leave me a review here. I always love reading your beautiful thoughts and messages. And also you can find me at Anna Grace Newell on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And I will link all of my courses, AG University course curriculum in the show notes, along with if you're interested in booking an Akashic Records reading with me, my scheduling link goes out in my newsletter. It goes out once a month and it's completely free. I would love to have you there. As always, I'm a proud professor and you get an A plus for making it all the way through the end. Love you.